emergencies. Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. All right, all right, all right. How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund, what's up, everybody? It is Thursday, brother. It's Thursday. It's nice outside, though. It's beautiful outside. So listen, I got to tell y'all something uh, real quick. This is going to be a little rant, so just prepare yourself for it, all right? Uh-oh. You all saw that the, the uh, guy that killed George Floyd uh, got out on bail, right? Million dollar bail. No, I didn't. Guy, I, I haven't watched the news today. Yep, the guy that that had his foot on the man's neck that caused his death got on a million dollar bond. In the city that he's in, the most you could get for a bond is uh, I think you only had to pay ten percent, which means he only had to pay was a hundred thousand dollars to get out. Wow. And on top of that, uh, because he didn't have to pay but a hundred thousand dollars, what we're trying to figure out is, or what people like to know is. Where you get the money from? That was my first question when you said a million. I'm like, well, who who fronted the money? But I got one better than that. What's that? I got one better than that. It's not only who funded the money to get him out. Uh, the other thing about the the other thing about uh, him him getting out with and having the money to get out was there's a judge that had to authorize him bail or to give him bail, an option as an option. So I want y'all to listen to me really, really good, especially my young African-American brothers and sisters that believe voting has no place. Let me tell you the worst thing about marching. It does no good to be doing all this marching and then you don't vote. And I'm going to tell you why. If the only way a judge can get in office is if he's, if he's voted in or appointed. Mm-hmm. If Whoever appointed him had to be had to get uh, had to uh, win a seat to be able to get that authorization to appoint a judge. What I'm trying to tell you is, if you don't vote who you want in office, then this is what happened. All that marching and stuff that has been done and we've done and protesting we've done had now look what we had to face with. So I guess we're gonna go back out and do some more marching. But if you're not marching, if you don't vote, you cannot affect what goes on. And get this, if if we Every time we get involved in anything, we always are stellar performers at everything we do. <laughs> All we got to do is just go out now, get into the legal system, run from some of these offices and things like that, and we can make a difference like we do everything else. All right? So I want y'all to understand this. Stop complaining about stuff and don't do something to follow up. You got to have follow through. And, and, and just to piggyback on what you're saying, I totally agree with you. And definitely voting is so important. But just playing some part in that political aspect of the mm-hmm. government, even if you are not necessarily that person right. or whatever, even in your children's eye, this is what, what sparks some type of interest and growth in our future politicians who will exactly. represent everyone. That's right. You know, specifically those of color and, and things of that nature. So you have to show an interest in the importance of it for them to be even exposed to that type of environment. So not only do you go vote, take your children with you to the vote and polls so and explain understand. to them how important that this is and show them. Don't just tell them, show them show in them. your actions. These are these are the future lawyers, uh, judges, politicians, exactly. future presidents, whatever it may be. That's that's yeah. 
And if your vote didn't count, they wouldn't be trying to they wouldn't be trying to steal your vote. They wouldn't be taking down the mailboxes and stuff so you can't vote. I was they about to ask doing, you who is they, but I don't even want to know. On that one, I'm gonna let you ride you, with the day. I mean, you already know who the day is. It's a, it's a you understood like the verb in English, and they teach you the you understood verb. It's an understood. We know exactly who that is that do not want you to vote. And and if your vote didn't count, um, my black brothers, my black sisters, they would not be doing all the things they're doing to keep you from voting. Well, just, and this is just, the final thing. Just everybody. I don't. I'm sorry to cut go, you off go, with that, go. but but everybody as a whole. I, I, don't, I don't like to do that box thing because. Well, this is the box that got get the problem. It. You you do it. You I mean that's cool. Bring this it. is the box that got the problem. Right now, let yeah. me do this today. Okay, this is the you box. do that. Will you go this ahead with is that. the box that got the problem. Okay, we'll, we'll, handle that. We'll do the Rainbow Coalition another day. But right now, <laughs> the box that got the problem is the black box. Okay, so we. And that's the one not, the, in the box of Crayola crayons. That the, out, that's and put and, all the rest of them yeah, back. I'm not talking about. The, I'm not talking about nobody else. But what I'm talking about, that's my people that won't carry your they, they won't carry your butts to the pole. Yeah. And then you complain yeah. when a George Floyd killer gets out on bail mm-hmm. because you didn't vote for a judge that would not allow him to do that. And then now you may now we got to go vote and burn up some more stuff. All of that stuff is What's very, very man? important. Even to the degree, I, I I think that people should prepare themselves. Even before going to the polls, you know, not just on this election, but prior elections. What you um, want them to prepare? Them? So what you what you think they should do? All of all of the 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 uh, electoral things that you uh, vote for. Yeah. Oh no, we, no, no because there's yeah, there's there's so many people. It's it's even confusing for me sometimes when I go to the poll, the ballots, you know, to cast my ballot, and it's like, okay, do you want to do this incumbent? Do you want this person? Do you want to vote on this tax? Do you want to uh, increase this tax? So when I say prepare, because you're, you're bombarded with so many different flyers in the mail on your way driving there you see vote for this person vote for that person to where you know a lot of times in these other different parties that you're voting for you know it's confusing if you don't remember their name that's okay, why i said yep. do so make do you research note. yeah do your research you know, on who and, and if you, you relate to also i'm gonna tell you and if you just if you just that that uh not wanting to do your research go find your old black person in the neighborhood <laughs> and ask them uh granny or uncle or so-and-so who should I vote for? And they ain't got nothing else to do but say, well, baby, I've been watching all week because I'm retired. I ain't got nothing else to do. This is who you should vote for. But watch that. It, and if you ain't got time. Now, and this is another thing I'm going to tell you. I don't want to hear no, but I, I want my African-American brothers and sisters. This is the box I'm in today. I want you to understand the importance of an education. I don't care if it's one day, two years, six months, or three or 30 minutes. Even if you learn how to do number work, uh, 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 a sewing machine, learn something that you could do something with. Now, I'm going to show you why this is important. Let's just say I'm I'm a I'm I'm a drug boy doing all kinds of stuff, right? I'm doing my thing on the street. Then when I get caught, I got to go find an educated lawyer to get me out of trouble. Somebody got an education that I say it ain't important to get me out of trouble. <laughs> what sense does that make? Okay, now that's the last little rant I'm having about that. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, what happened to your girl Wendy Williams? She don't know how to pr- pronounce coronavirus. Did you see how she pronounced coronavirus? I, I haven't been watching. Listen, when I'm in my 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 creative world, I have to tune all that. St- I'm not able to watch. I only allow myself okay. to watch fashion elements or, or something of Mm-mm. a whole nother. Did you see? I did, did not see it. So t- inform me on it. Let me know what's going on. Well, she pronounced coronavirus so hateful. But let's just talk about something more fun. <laughs> okay. Did you watch Lovecraft? Yes, Country? I did. I don't. I don't miss that show. That's my show right they there. They ain't got no sewing machine. I'm just saying. But yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a serious wardrobe. They the actors and. Are amazing the 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 script that is written written and everything else that go along with it you know so yeah they don't have to have a sewing machine and then, uh, and it's, the series is not over yet so we might get to the last <laughs> episode and this is sewing machine in there you just you just ain't gonna let that go huh I told I told Edmund today y'all we we, we sometimes we talk off um, we away from here I wish y'all could get a chance to um, I guess when when you get a chance to see the other side of where it's so much fun and it's a lot of and it's funny I was laughing him a day about childhood. Um, 
whippings. And then I'm going to leave it at that. But he Whoop, knows. Whoopings, not whippings. We call them whoopings. Well, well, you, you, they whippings when you get more than two. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't that's what, new to me. How I wasn't you get? aware of that. <laughs> 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 but he's, what the question was, uh, he asked me, do I remember getting a lot of whoopings as a child? And you told me. I do. And I, re I remember two. And the rest of them was what? Threats. Okay, I hope your mama listened to this show. I swear to God, I hope she. Oh, you she, might get, my, you my, might no, get another one. You no, might no, get one. no, no. I'll just. She know because one of the whippings was from her, and I remember that. So when she. But you only got at, one. But you got to understand when that element of fear is put into you. And that oh, level you don't of take respect, but one. It don't take but one. See, <laughs> no, I got. See, y'all had to play with it. Right. I don't know. I ain't give, see, I, I took I, that test right there. Exactly. And, I ain't taking that's the test. test no I remember. Okay, I passed that one. You feel what I'm saying? So when it was like, okay, you. He remember, told remember me. Remember, I told you. Listen, you go ahead. You act like you got some sense. See, that's the threat. Right. Because you don't want what you already know. You got the last time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I didn't give. I didn't <laughs> give but like one or two. I think myself. That that the first two. I was like, it's, it's, I don't want my more of that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah. Black families don't usually get multiple consistent whoopings. You get maybe three good ones unless you want them hard head kids. You just got to get a beating every other day. And some folks didn't get no whooping. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I just think light skinned folks don't get that many whoopings. Hold on now. You crazy. Jerry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they know how it is. I don't think light skinned people get that many whoopings. Listen here. Listen here. I had, a, I had a strict father growing up. Wonderful father. <laughs> wonderful father. He beat me out of the penitentiary. Okay? <laughs> Kept you from going. Oh huh? my goodness. I mean, when you thought about running with no boys in the street, when you even thought about it, come here. How do spelling tests look? Come here. Yeah. You know? And likewise, my other, the second whooping was from my father and I remember that my you know he was mm -hmm. very strict with all that so I don't know what you even talking about with all that oh, okay. light skin dark well, skin no whip and I matter of fact I, I, <laughs> those whips show them red marks they show oh my god so <laughs> Jerry right. get him will you get him oh uh, all right y'all so listen we we're gonna have a great show today we have Dr. Alexander Dr. Hines and Dr. Sewell calling in today uh, we got some good man. Let me tell you what we were talking about today, kid. So we're gonna do. I, I hope we talking about this meditation uh, uh, situation we, that we, we addressed we, with we, Dr. We, Alexander. We, last we week. are doing phases. We're not doing no thirty minutes of meditation because we couldn't get it scheduled like we should have been. So it's gonna be phases. We got the first fifteen minutes of meditation with Dr. Uh, Alexander. Then Dr. Sewell is talking about <laughs> what's she talking about. <laughs> Then we talk about organ donors. Uh, okay. Doctor, Doctor, not Doctor Sewell. Doctor Hines is talking about organ donors. That's very important. I really want to talk about that. I do too. And then uh, we're talking about um, uh, independence, in interdependence. Is, uh, interdependence? Yeah, that's what Dr. Sewell I'm going to have to look that about. word up. Interdependence. Well, we'll tell Dr. Sewell to give you what the definition is when she calls in. Okay. okay. I, I don't know if we're going to get Dr. Sewell, Dr. D, or who we're getting Donna today, but I'm, I'm, it can go I'm looking forward to this, this conversation. Today, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to be right back. We're going to be, uh, be talking to Dr. Uh, Alexander, we come back. He's gonna be talking to us about meditation and points thereof, and why it is such a valuable health toolbox to have in your in your in your toolbox. All right, we'll be right back. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Real Eleven Hundred. I decided I didn't want to sing it by myself anymore. 
dear friends to help me sing about freedom and cause it to ring.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. Doc, you on the line with us? Uh, Doc is on the line. What's How we up, doing, Doc? gentlemen? How you doing, good, man? man? You know what? Um, over the last few weeks, I've been understanding how important education is. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and and for a while, you know, I, I think a lot of people have been, especially with, with this administration being in office, you know, they've kind of discounted scientists. And if you discount scientists, then you discount their education. But what? But last night, we saw what education can do for you. That's right. Yes, sure did. definitely. You know? <laughs> yeah. you know, when you come prepared and you know what you're talking about, yes, you can shut somebody up real quick. You shut them up and shut them down. Shut them up and shut them down, you know. So, you know, I, I'm just proud of, of those people who keep expanding their minds, mm-hmm. not allowing themselves to become stagnant in this world. Because there's so much to learn, there's so much we don't know, and there are so many forces that are trying to act upon us that if you are going to move that force, you must have something that's equal to the force that's coming at you. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then you have to be able to deal with the mass effect of what's coming at you to move it in another direction. Now, that's Newton's law. Whose law is that? second law. Whose law? Of motion. That's Newton's law. He's a, <laughs> you know, so this is physics, what we're talking about. Yes. And so even though we're talking about the physical realm when we talk about Newton's law, we're also talking about the mental realm. Yes. If you want to affect change, then you must be as strong as the force coming at you. You can't just come with, you know, a, a physical force all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to come with a mental force that's as strong and then it has to be as strong as the mass is coming at you, but then you have to have a certain amount of acceleration on it to move it in another direction. Yes. And that leads us into meditation. All right. Why would you want to meditate? Well, let's think about the world and how it's put together. Scientists say, and they, have, they, they say they've proven this fact, that of what we see with the eye, the human body, the earth, the trees, the universe, the space, the stars, everything, mm-hmm. that we're only seeing 4% of what actually is in the, the universe, what we see, what we call matter. Only 4% is what we can actually say is physical, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you can touch. The other 96% is space. Mm. And at one time they said it was emptiness. But now we're finding out that within that space, what some people call the quantum, is energy. Yes. Mm. Say that one more time. <laughs> Within that emptiness of what we think is emptiness, in that space is energy. And that energy as a human being, we all have the ability to tap into and when we 
take in that energy and we focus it. It's not just random, all in different places. Mm -hmm. When it's focused energy, mm -hmm. then we can now move whatever it is in front of us. We can change the direction of it. And that's what meditation is all about. It's first about reflection. When you sit down, the first thing you want to do is reflect. Why do you want to reflect? Because you want to know who you are and what you think. Yes. If you have no idea of what you're thinking about, and all your thoughts are all over the place, and they, ha they can't be concentrated into one idea or one focus or one focal point, then all your energy is running in different directions. Mm. So the first thing that you need to do is sit down for a moment, take a deep breath, turn off everything, yes. and reflect about who you are. Then the next thing is reflect about why you're here. Mm -hmm. And reflect about what you want to do with your life. Not necessarily, you know, you have to pick a certain thing right now. But what do you want your life to be about? Do you want it to be about harmony? Do you want it to be about peace? Do you want it to be about um, appreciation, gratitude that you're here? Those are the first things. Then you start to look at your body functions. And you take notice of certain things like your breath, the fact that you're breathing. The fact that you're breathing means that there's a certain kind of energy moving through you that will allow you to be able to tap into the energy of the universe. This other 96% that's there for you to tap into, that which God has given us. Mm -hmm. And meditation allows you to be able to tap into that energy. Now, why would you want to do that? Because notice that when you sleep a lot of times, you sleep. And then you get up and you start moving around. Sometimes you still have to sit down and you have to uh, find out why you're tired. Or you, you notice that you're tired, you have to sit for a moment. Mm -hmm. It means what? That you're losing energy. That your energy is being depleted from your body. So sleep by itself will not give you enough energy mm -hmm. to be able to do the things that you want to do in this life. Mm. Exercise by itself would not give you enough energy. Mm. So where is it? You have to tap into this other source that's there. Those things that you say are impossible for other people, the reason they're able to do that is because they're able to tap into parts of that 96% while you're only looking at the 4%. Mm -hmm. Okay? So being sluggish and lethargy. So the reason that we sit down and we meditate is so that we can gather that energy and begin to focus it so that we can move ourselves in another direction because another law of, of, of Newton is that any object will remain on its own path in the same path in the same direction until you bring another energy in to move it in a different direction mm, yes. and some of us do need to move some of our thoughts in a different direction. Like they say, if you keep doing the same thing all the time, you get the same result. Exactly. Right. If you stay in the same path and you do the same things all the time and you don't think about the change that you need, then you're going to get the same result every time. So if you're not making money, it's because you're not thinking about money in the right way. You're not mm -hmm. moving in the right direction to get it. Mm. If, you, if you're not voting, then you're going to have another four years of the same thing. But it's actually going to be worse because that energy now is so strong. You saw it on stage two times. Mm -hmm. 
in the last two weeks, you saw how strong that energy is to oppress people. And if we do not have an energy that is equal to and coming with some momentum, then we will get what is coming to us plus more energy because they are building up steam. So in order to change this, everybody's got to get out and vote. Everybody's got to put their effort into the same thing. And we got to all be about the same cause. We can't be about, well, I'm voting for this reason, you're voting for that reason. No, we're voting for one reason, and that's what gives you the power and the energy. And the only way to be able to do that is sit down and think about, what is it that we really need in life? What do we really need? What um, do we need to focus on in order to get the kind of result we want? Meditation taps you into a whole nother realm of tapping into energy that you're not able to do all the time when you're walking and you're looking because so much of your mind is dealing with the physical. Mm-hmm. And physical is only 4% of what is really real and what you're able to tap into. It's the other 96% that we want to tap into. And that's what meditation will do for you. It will allow you to be able to tap into that realm. There's ways of doing it. Now, one way of doing it is, and this is a very simple way that I want people to think about. We said that there's a heart-brain connection. Your mind constantly deals with what your eyes see and what your ears hear and what you smell, all right, and what you touch. So it's constantly dealing with the physical and trying to evaluate things, and it's using those same principles to determine what is cap- what is capable of this body is capable of doing in this world. But when you go into a meditative state, you realize that there's another dimension that the mind cannot see, mm-hmm. but the heart can experience. Mm-hmm. Have you ever walked into a room or had somebody walk into a room and you could feel their energy? Oh, yeah. yes. Good or bad, oh, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't your mind feeling that. That was your heart. And that's why there are more connections from the heart going to the brain than the brain coming back to the heart. Mm. There are more physical connections, say that again, of from the heart going directly, not going through the, the blood and through the tissue and all, direct, direct connections through the spinal cord. There are more connections going from the heart to the brain than it is from the brain going to the heart. Because the heart, if it is in tune with the energy around it, will see through the through feeling things and seeing things. It will actually be able to see, will tell the brain mm-hmm. what direction it should be going into. But all too often, we don't listen to our heart. Mm-hmm. We talk ourselves out with our mind. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, how many times you say, you know what, I should have went with, with, with my inner gut? Yep. Right. Sure do. Your inner gut is that. And meditation puts you more in touch with that inner gut, with the heart sees and feels. Scientists are now actually able to do experiments and prove that the heart is actually processing information on a level that is deeper than the brain. Mm. Yeah, they're able to actually do this through tests. And it has to cause emotion and whatnot. So... um, one of the ways you can do this is sit in silence. That's the first thing. That's the first thing that you want to do is consciously say to yourself, you know, I'm going to sit for a moment. And I'm talking about three to five, no more than 15 minutes. 
Next is just focus on your breath. Don't even try to worry about what your brain is thinking about. As your brain's thinking about thoughts and that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. don't try to get rid of the thoughts. Keep focusing on your breath. What you'll see is after a while, your breath will start to slow down. Your breath will start to be more controlled. Mm -hmm. You'll feel your mind and everything start to slow down. And then if you add something into your brain, I want you to watch what happens to you. Add appreciation. Just say, you know, I appreciate whatever it is you appreciate. Mm -hmm. Appreciate life. Appreciate my wife. Appreciate my, my job. Appreciate, you know, getting up and being healthy every day. Gratitude. Put in grateful, no matter what's happening to you. You know, if you got put out of your house, but you got some sandwiches, Think about the fact that you're grateful for that because that thing will multiply. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, multiply. Mm-hmm. Gratitude will multiply things for you. Yep. The next is being thankful. Being thankful. So these are the things that you do as you sit down and you listen to your breath. And the last is be compassionate with yourself about the things that you may have done or didn't do that you may have could have done better. Forget all that. Just have compassion for yourself. As you breathe and you sit and you calm your mind and watch what happens, you'll start to tap into that 96%, and less of that 4% will, will be guiding you. It'll be the 96%, and you'll, guide, you'll be guided with your heart, with those big connections going to the brain instead of the brain controlling your heart. Wow. Doc, That's the message for today. I appreciate that message, Doc. Doc, that was deep. Very powerful. You know, I read an article this this week about meditation, actually a couple of days ago. It's the young dude was right. Everything you said today, Doc, was exactly spot on when he was almost made me think we was reading the same article. Young guy. Same wow. exact same thing. Everything you were saying. Yes, it's okay. heavy. You know, and there's other types of meditation, that kind of thing, but this is the easiest to mm-hmm. tap into the quantum. And when you begin to tap into the quantum, there's a whole nother world out there. Yeah. This is when you're able to manifest your job that you want, the car that you want, the person that you want to be with, the people that you want to be around, the types of food and stuff that you want to, that you think you should be eating. You no longer will have to fight yourself about whether or not you're going to eat sugar or, or, or alcohol. You'll be in tune with because your body will begin to make the choices based on what your heart wants, not what your mind sees. Doc, thank you so much. We look, are, we, are we going to get a uh, part two to this next week or we got something different we're going after? Hey, you know, I'll go in any direction you guys want. I mean, if you want to just, I mean, we keep talking about talking about it and and, um, and asking questions about it. If you want to do that, we can. If you want to move on to another topic, we can. I think this thing is so powerful that people need to get in tune with it and start to do it. Because if you start to do it and practice it, you will start to see some things that you have never and experience some things that you've never experienced in your life. And here's the thing. Science now can prove it. So next week, what we'll do, we'll do part two on, and all you're going to do is give us the steps to do each, whatever meditation process we're talking about. All right, that sounds good. Steps from next week. All right. And and I'm going to put this out there real quick, Doc. I'm going to reach out to you about doing a a whole other element. We'll have a little bit more time on that to really, you know, go there with it and inform the people on what's going on. So uh, look out for a text or phone call from me sometime soon. All right, let's do it. Appreciate it. All right, love you guys. Hey, everybody, vote. Vote, 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 vote. 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 And be proud of the people that's representing you, because right now we have some serious people with some serious minds who have done this study, who have paid the price. Kamala, 
Big ups to you, girl. Yeah, girl. Yep. Yes, definitely. All right, Doc. All right. Thank you. Take it easy. All right, Later. Be safe. Be blessed. All right, that was Dr. Alexander talking about meditation. That was deep, you know, for somebody that, that don't that don't do well with the church folks shouting every time he get on here talking about meditation. You all stand up, up raise your hands and stuff like we Who's, in church. Who say don't do don't do well with you the church folks? You run when the people in church uh, shouting and playing music. You said the people in church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna take a break right quick. We will come back. We are gonna get Dr. Hines. All right, be right back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, all right, all right. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Dr. 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 Hines, are you on the line? How are you all doing today? Doing, doing well. Great. How, How you, you doing, doing, lady? I'm good. I can't complain. Okay. okay. So, you know, uh, your show today was on organ donor. Yes, on, me, on uh, organ transplant, yes, organ transplant. donor. Let me tell you, uh, one of the things I used to be so afraid about when I first got my driver's license, you know, they tell you, this is back in the day. Remember how you used to have to sign the back of your driver's license? And still tonight, uh-huh. yeah. you sign if you want to be an organ donor? Mm-hmm. You still can. Yeah, but I, I I had a hard time doing it then. <laughs> I was like, I watched too many shows. I was like, no, because see if something happened to me, it'd be like, you know what? <laughs> Little Tommy need that arm right there. We're going to have to go. <laughs> so I was just watching too many well, you know, a lot of people have that fear that because you have said that you want to be an organ donor, that mm-hmm. if you go to the hospital, that we are not going to do everything that we possibly can to save your life, but instead just let you die and then get your organs. Mm-hmm. That is not at all how it goes. So you'd be surprised a lot of people are, uh, you know, that's a legitimate fear mm-hmm. um, for them. Um, but, you know, we, we don't operate that way. Uh, no pun intended. Right. Um, hello? Yeah, no, we Yeah. Yeah, so that, that is not how it goes. You know, there, there is a, a process um, of uh, procuring organs. And even if you have it on your driver's license, that isn't necessarily an ironclad um, agreement. Um, you know, because we still would have to, because, I mean, you know, let's be honest, how many times do we really look at someone's driver's license when they come in the emergency room? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, the only time we've really, really done it is if you come in and you are completely unconscious and no one is with you. And we have to try and find out who you are and where you live and, you know, trying to get some contact information. So, you know, other than that, we don't really look at your driver's license. At least the, the physicians, you know, the medical team does it now. The, the registration people, the insurance folks, um, you know, they may need to see identification. But, you know, for, for my intents and purposes, you know, no, we, we don't look at it. Mm. But it is still a good thing to, to make note on your driver's license if you, you know, have the wish to be an organ donor. Okay. Yeah, the... the um let me ask you a question about the whole thing as far as organ mm-hmm. donors is concerned. When you when you decide that you want to give up an organ and stuff like that, uh, 
isn't it like so what's the process of like how long isn't it like a, if something happened to you is there like a time frame that the part of that organ is available for use isn't like a right um so depending upon so there's two ways to donate an organ so you can be what we call a cadaver donor which means you know you died and we're going to harvest your organs or you can be a living donor so let's say your spouse or your sibling needed a kidney for example and you turned out to be a match Mm-hmm. Well, you could donate that one kidney and you go on with your life and, you know, your your loved one gets a new lease on life and y'all go on off into the sunset. Um, with the cadaver donors, um, there is a time limit um, because, of course, if those organs go without blood supply for a prolonged period of time, they're no good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there, there is a limit. So if you are... Um, the best thing that I tell people, if you want to be an organ donor, is to let your family know that that is your wish. So okay. that way, you know, should you come to to some bad end, your family knows. Yeah, he would like he wanted to be an organ donor. So go ahead and, and do what you need to do um, to get that. Okay. And we do and we do ask. Um, so you know, if we have someone who has passed away, um, you know, that's one of the questions that we do ask the family. Um, you know, would you like to consider, you know, organ donation? So what about a little, uh, you had a question? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to uh, make a statement, say that I think it takes a special kind of person to be an organ donor, to be so considerate of in life, you know, what may occur after theirs to still pass on something that someone else can use to continue their life. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and I look at it as getting a, you getting a second life in a way. Yeah. Um, you know, because your organs will go into someone else and will live on. So a part of you will have a second life through through that person. And, and I think that that is, is very special, um, you know, to look to consider it that way. Um, because, you know, the thing is, you don't need all of that in heaven. You really don't. Yeah. So, you know, there are lots of, there, there are lots of good organs that, that go go away. Um, because people either don't know or, you know, are just not interested for whatever reason I think, in organ donation. I think it's a little superstitious to go along with that. Like, you know, back in ancient times, when they bury people like mummies, they wrap them up and think they're going to come back kind of whole in a different kind of way or something. Yeah, the Egyptians and stuff. Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking that. Yeah. Um, you said you think it's what now? Uh, cultural and, and then some, some of it is uh, spiritual and some of it I believe is... Uh, uh, what was the word I used? Uh, for, I guess maybe fear or something. You know, it's like they think they well, want to. And I've heard that, that there are people who believe, for example, if you donated your eyes, then you'll be blind in heaven and, and you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I never heard that. I I've heard not that. been there, but, you know, I don't <laughs> think that that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there, there are a lot of things. And then, you know, people have legitimate um, concerns about how the body will appear if they're doing, you know, for the funeral services. Um, And will the body be delayed in any way for funeral services? And that, you know, that doesn't happen either. The um, organ procurement, uh, the people that do that are very skilled. And so, um, you know, it it doesn't take away from how the person looks in their casket and it doesn't delay any funeral arrangements um, that are to be made and had uh, for that person. So, so, uh, I just got two quick questions I want to ask you about. Yeah. Is there a certain age 
limit where uh, that's not an option for a person? Where you can't be a donor? Right. No. And then my, some, and then my last question is, uh, when you have, um, uh, uh, if, if a person has cancer or some other type of uh, autoimmune disease or something, and they mm-hmm. end up dying and they have a kidney or heart, that can, is there certain parts of the body, depend, depending on the type of illness the person may have died from, that's not an option to use? So I'm not sure with cancer um, if that is, is the thing. I, I would imagine that that would disqualify mm. um, for the majority of organs. Now, of course, when we talk about like corneas in the eye, mm-hmm. I think pretty much anybody can, can give those, and that's why there's not an age. Um, an age limit, if it, you know, it, it all depends on the state of your health. So if you're a fairly healthy person, um, then, you know, that is not your age at the time of your death doesn't limit you uh, from donating. But um, even if you have, like, for example, if you have HIV, you can be an old organ donor, um, but your organs will be designated to someone who also has HIV. Mm. Um, and so, you know, so that, you know, can be, can be helpful. So, you know, it, it just all depends on, um, you know, the state of the organs at the time that they're being procured. Okay. My, my question was, um, is being an organ donor the same as uh, donating your body to science? Or is it two no. separate things? That's two different, two different things. Um, so, um, and forgive me if you hear this noise in the background. Um so being an organ donor means that you will donate um, whatever organs you designate or all of your organs um, to someone who will go on and live, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, being a, being dedicating yourself or donating yourself to medical science means that you will be dedicating your organs to research. Uh, so, for example, when I was in medical school, one of the first classes that we all take is anatomy and physiology. Um, and during the course of that class, we dissect a human body. And all of those bodies are people who donated their bodies to science so that we could learn, you know, study and learn what the body actually looks like, um, you know, in real time. Okay. But both of the things to do. See, I don't. Well, don't don't hold back. Now you normally hold back. Don't let the. Uh, well, look, I, I didn't talk <laughs> yeah. to the, the more the, the, the no the the that whole thing. I, I it's one of my favorite things to talk about. You know, people get a little creepy with the whole. Is that so? Mm-hmm. I'm planning on taking all my stuff with me. I just. I, I can't, oh no! Come on now. I can't. Like, <laughs> so you know, one person donating if they if they're able to donate. Um, Anything. So, you know, for example, if you donate, you know, a heart to lungs, that's three lives that you have impacted. With two kidneys, that's two more lives. So that's five people, that's five lives that your one life has changed, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you also can donate um, skin. They can be skin grafts. Um, and, you know, other vascular tissues and that kind of thing. So your one life has the potential to impact upwards of 100 lives. Mm. And that's incredible. Yeah. That's an incredible gift that you could give um, because, you know, again, you can put all of those organs in the ground and all of that and, 
and that's just kind of the end of it, which, you know, it's an individual decision. And, you know, I understand the reasons to donate and I understand the reasons to not. Right. Um, but, you know, you just, just think about, you know, just the, the potential for impact that you have on so many lives, lives of people that you would never, you'll never know. You know? Yeah, and and I say that now, but I, actually, I, I think I I, I would uh, because I mean you know, but because of because of what it does do, so I, I would do that. I, I'm, a, I'm a, you know what Dr. Sue is calling. That's gonna be one of the questions. I'm sure she's uh, gonna be listening. I'm gonna ask her when she gets on here because she seemed to have a provoke a, a thoughtful answer for stuff like this. So well, and I and I also will say um, you know because. People of color disproportionately make up a large amount of people who are waiting on organ donation lists. Mm. Wow. Um, so between African Americans and Hispanics, it, we make up almost 50% of, of the list. Of, of the list of needed or, or, or that are contributing, or willing to contribute? Of need. Wow. And so, and, and one of the things that is, when you talk about how we match organs, mm-hmm. um, ethnicity is one of those things that helps to more closely match. Um, so, you know, if we have more African-American, more Hispanic donors, then that increases the chance of someone who's on the list actually matching with an organ. It's not the only factor, but right. every little bit helps. And you know, Doc, with, with with that in mind, thinking about, I guess as I think about it more, instead of the, it makes sense, and I and I probably and I would definitely uh, consider that. I guess I hadn't thought about it in the sense that somebody, and another African American male or or actually a female mm-hmm. or something may need my kidneys or something like right. that, and it's like, well, what I'm gonna do with them? So I might what's the, you know, that, may I mean, as that, well if they're in good shape, yeah. you may as well, you know, let somebody else, you yeah. know, let somebody yeah. else have them. It makes you think about the movie that Denzel did. Uh, was it John Q? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. It puts you in yeah, that, that frame of mind. Needed, needed the heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I got to think about that. Doc, that was good. Thank you so much. That that was a good That was a good topic. That was a good one. You are much welcome. Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, I want to bring education about things that we don't necessarily know about or think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, just put it out there just for consideration. Because I think a lot of people... You know, if they knew more about organ donation, you know, would do it. And I would say, too, um, you know, you don't have to wait till you die. Um, you know, there is a bone. I'm a bone marrow donor. I'm in the bank. So I haven't been called to donate yet. But, you know, I registered gosh, almost 20 years ago um, to participate in, in the bone marrow registry. So people that have... Um, you know, bone marrow cancers and sickle cell disease, which, you know, affects African-Americans tremendously, um, you know, can be helped by just bone marrow. And that's something that, you know, you can donate. It's a procedure. You donate and you can replace that bone marrow. Mm. So you won't even be deficient, if anything. Wow. Just something to think about. Doc, you know, you really got on my mind now. I really appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for Thank that. Thank you. All great right. topic. Great topic. All great right. topic. Doc, thanks we'll a lot. You're much welcome. We'll talk to y'all next week. All right, All talk right. to you next Have week. One. Be safe. Be blessed. All right now. Mm-hmm. All right now. Yeah. All right, that was Doctor Hines talking about organ. That really made me think, man. I'm gonna have to I'm have to think about that. I'm have to think about that. You want? I think we got Doctor Sewell already online for us now, and she's gonna talk about interdependency. Okay. Doc, how you doing? 
I'm doing well. How are you gentlemen doing? Doing, doing well, Doc. I already told him what you were going to be talking about. I didn't know which one of the people were going to be doing the show today. Was it Donna, Dr. Sewell, or D? <laughs> <laughs> so you got to tell so, him which one is so on the line today. I'm, 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 it might be a combination, you know, going back and forth. <laughs> probably, right. though, probably, though, the only Dr. Sewell you get today is, will be the uh, definition. Okay. Um, and then the rest will be Donna, but I'm going to make it brief for you guys. So interdependence is defined as a relationship between multiple parties that depend on each other to strive. Hmm. Did you hear that? So let me repeat that to you. Defined as a relationship between multiple parties that depend on each other to strive. It means that each party has something the other party may need. Now, this is a definition. I didn't even find this in social psychology. This is from an accounting article, hmm. right? But this had a better definition than any other definition that I looked at because the rest just say that means that you're related or that you do, you know that things are interrelated or that you depend on one another. Hmm. So this has the best definition. So let me tell you why I chose to talk about this very briefly today. Is because one of the things that I am noticing is that people in groups and cultures, sub, subsets of cultures are very uh, siloed right now. Mm -hmm. um, silo meaning isolating from others, okay? Now, in this, at this particular juncture, we're living, in, we're living in a very much I society. It's all about me. Mm -hmm. it's, Don, it's Donna population one. It's Alvin population one. Edmund population one. So if you are not either paying attention to me and making me feel like I'm the best person in the world, so my narcissism and my ego mm -hmm. kicking in, and or looking at it from a political standpoint and a socioeconomic standpoint, if you are not going to benefit me, in any of, then I want nothing to do with you. So I'm standing off to the side because what I'm saying is you can't do anything for me. I can take care of myself. You have a different thought process than I do. I can take care of myself. Or either look at me in this culture where all of us feel, and when I say us, I'm just using general terms because myself personally, I have to say I'm not like this. I do not feel the need to think that I am superior to everyone else. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we are living in a society that seems to think that. Now, this is Donna's opinion. Now, because of that, what happens is now we are separated, we are siloed, and now, yes, I'm getting ready to get in politics. So since I couldn't do my just straight-up voting, this is where I'm getting ready to bring it to. Okay. We are siloed. We are saying that these people don't understand me. This person doesn't get it. What are they going to do for me? Or it doesn't You're not looking at everybody else that is involved in this process and how things can negatively impact them and one of the things you need to understand is this you are not alone meaning this you have to rely on some damn body mm -hmm. make no mistake about it mm -hmm. when you say you're interdependent and you think you can do everything yourself even if i'm a millionaire or a billionaire i have to take my car to the mechanic to get it taken care of that's right so that means you know what all of us are interdependent in order for us to work we have to be in interdependent so what that means is if you're deciding that you are not going to vote or you're going to vote for a person because or an entity or a party because they're only going to look out for your best interest, then we are doomed to fail as a society, period. 
because at some point the same people or the same group or the same culture that you're saying, well, their problems ain't got nothing to do with me, you're a lie. Mm. Because you're going to need somebody to help take care of you at some point doing something. Not necessarily physically, but you might even need somebody to come and pick your trash up. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, <laughs> you know what? The, lo- the, the people who are on this income or, or on this spectrum, you know, I can't help that the government not helping them, but they're helping me with my tax breaks. Eventually, it's going to negatively impact you. Sure Make no mistake about it. That's right. Because we are interdependent. If we're thinking to ourselves that, you know what, the, you know what, these people don't really understand me or they don't have the same ide- political, ide- uh, political ideology that I have. See, I'm all right with not having the same political ideology, but when you get to the point that you are an extremist, and I'm talking about on the far left and the far right, mm-hmm. both, when you get to the point that you're an extremist and because they don't agree with two out of the ten points that you have, only two, and you say, well, they can't benefit me, you're a lie, because then we end up with somebody that is of a different color. None of us know what color this man is in the White House at all, mm. because, the, because the tinge changes periodically. We do know he's orange. <laughs> so that is what we end up with. Would that be D talking right now? That, not quite D, because I didn't, I didn't throw out any major expletives. <laughs> so not quite D. So, but my point being this, in order for us to survive as a society, whether we're looking at as a culture in the larger sense, whether we're looking at it, meaning everyone that's involved, whether we're looking at a culture in the sense of us as African Americans, there cannot be any siloing. We have to understand that we are interdependent, and we have to understand that all of us bring something to the table. Because here's the thing, and especially, and let me hone in on people of color, and more specifically, Black Americans and and African American or African Americans. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that just because we are at different levels financially, it does not mean that we are not dealing with the same mess. That's right. Because at the end of the day, all of us are black. I don't care what you think you are. When they see you and when we see each other, we see black. So just because a person may be over here in the project and may be doing Poorly, because please understand, when I was growing up, there were people in the project that who, who weren't doing anything illegal, but they were doing much better than the folks that I knew. They moved straight out of the project into a nice neighborhood. But if you're living in the project and you're not doing well, don't look at me. Don't look at Alvin. Don't look at Edmund when we try to come and help and say, you, what you going to tell me? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't know where we came from. And then on top of that, we're trying to get you to the next level so that we can help bring you up and say, okay, you can no longer do, you've mastered the level where you are, but now it's time for you to move forward. And because mm-hmm. it's time for you to move forward, we're going to show you how to master this this, this realm of racism right here. Mm-hmm. So we are all interdependent. Do not discount one another. Do not behave as though you are by yourself and that you are siloed. It is not healthy from a mental health standpoint, because you will become bitter, bitter, angry, venomous, and vengeful, and sometimes depressed. Depression, we all know, can cause physical complications. Right. That's the first thing. That is the, that's, one, that's the first thing. The second thing is it is important that we are interdependent so we understand that there are other people 
that need our help. We understand that we have to depend on others, and we understand that we're not, we don't, we can't afford to look down on one another and be siloed and not understand things. We have to look at each other collectively and say collectively, Mm -hmm. what is it that we can do collectively? What is it that we need to do collectively? How can we pool our resources together and build our communities up? So that is interdependence, and you have to look at politically, even if both of the candidates, you can't stand either one. Collectively, who do you think is going to be the most beneficial, or if you want to say the less venomous? Mm. So that is all I have to say today. I made it short. <laughs> well, Doc, we appreciate you. Anytime you want to make it short or however it is, we really appreciate it, and we need that, need that information. And just to piggyback off what you, what you were saying, I was also agreeing that um, – the one thing about hate, it affects the person that's applying it as well as the person that's receiving it. And I just don't think we really realize that when you do something to impact somebody else, it's like a boomerang effect. It comes back and it hurts you too. So Right. That's the whole and thing. if you're doing something to help others, and like I, you know, you and I always talk about this, mm-hmm. when you see your own, when you see the people who, who, When you see people flourish who really want to flourish, and even when you see people flourish who initially they didn't think they could do certain things, but they opened themselves up and made themselves amenable to say, maybe they do have some things that I could use. Just like I need to look at people and say, there are some things they have that I can use. Those who are doing okay, don't look at other people and say, look, man, look at these folks right here. That's why y'all ain't going to never get no better. Mm -hmm. They they, they They have skill set. That's right, and they have and they have brains and, and, and intellect that we don't have for something. That's right. Yep. Well, Doc, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Looking forward to uh, next week. Yes, sir. All right, and you have a safe and a wonderful week. And uh, you know, Monday's a holiday, everybody. Just is in it? case, you, yeah, Columbus Day. It okay. is, and yeah. and also I would like to say, um, you know, hello to all of the breast cancer survivors because you know this is breast cancer. It sure is breast yes. cancer. Breast cancer awareness month. Thank you for so, bringing that up. I would like to say right. that. Okay. Yeah, All right. You, so you I guys know. have a good one. You too. And be I safe. Be blessed. All right. All right. Okay. Talk to you next All week. Right. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. That was Dr. Sewell talking about interdependency. It is really important. During these current days and times as it is, now it's the second half of the show about to get started, and I already put me up some good music. I'm thinking about going old school on you this time. I, I'm, I'm, you, I saw you passing some music over there. Actually, I haven't. I need to run to the restroom real quick, and okay. then I'm going to give him my song selection, and we'll go from there. Yeah, and then I want you to miss Mike. I'm going to kick it off really good, all right? Do what you Bring do. Bring me some barbecue while you're in there. <laughs> all right. I'm going to wake people up today. You going to wake them I'm up? I'm going to wake people up today. Okay. After what Dr. Swell said? Uh-huh. Definitely. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You got you go you you got my own good stuff though, right? You yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. This is Alan and Edmund on the real eleven hundred. We'll be right back. You are tuned into WWE AM eleven hundred. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies.
Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead The world has changed so very much from what it used to be There's so much hatred, war and poverty Oh, wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say They're the ones who's coming up and the world is in their hands When you teach the children, teach them the very best you can But just let it be na, 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 na. The world won't get no better We gotta change it now Just you and me Wake up all the doctors Make the old people well They're the ones who suffer And who catch all the hell But they don't have so very long Before they judge me day So won't you make them happy Before they pass away Wake up all the builders Time to build a new land I know we could do it If we all lend a hand The only thing we have to do Is put it in our minds Surely things will work out They do it every time The world won't get no better If we just let it be The world won't get no better We gotta change it Just you and me This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. All right, all right, all right. We are back, and uh, we are going to go through this second half of some... I'm gonna t- we're, gonna, we're gonna have a nice. I'm gonna take you to to the like the family reunion. I'm going to visit auntie and uncle type of feeling today. <laughs> so you got that. That's that's the move. We're going uh-huh. to visit. We're going to visit cousin so and so, and we're finna go. We're about to go up fitting. We're about to go outside in the yard. We have a cookout and all that stuff. So that's the kind of music I'm I'm on today. That's what you on. Okay. That's what I'm on today. Now 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 my portion. I'm gonna give you some smooth relaxation. Not so much as meditation, mm-hmm. but just to calm your energy down. So this actually today, 
being that we're not on the same frequency. We, this is kind of like when 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 uh, Outkast did um, the Love Below speaker box. Okay. Remember they did the joint venture where one went into one studio, okay. one went to the other, and they dropped the CD, and you get out of it what you play. Okay. Well. Hey, y'all. <laughs> well, when, when my music gonna make you. If those that remember Slit Small Liquor, that's what you about to have right now. And what you do? What you gonna get? My wine cooler? No, nah, not a wine cooler. Um, let me think of what I'm gonna get. <laughs> All <laughs> Cause right. See, because see, see, I don't want him drinking out the milk, the, the uh, malt liquor bottle. Well, I want I want to give him one of those those fancy crystal glasses. Did you back in the day where your your mom and them had sitting in the living room for when company come over? Right. They had the brandy or whatever in there. Right. And they had the glasses around it. And, right. Okay. And they well, sip well, out of that. Well, my at my at my cookout where we going right now. Yeah. They got to sit with the with the. Uh, with the tubs turned over back turned on the over. ground. Okay. And they in that drink, so they feet's all dust and everything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dust y'all up. He's gonna try to clean y'all up. Oh, yeah, that, I like that. Know. I like all that. Right. Okay. All right, because he got my first two songs, and then you got your two songs. Okay. Right? He got my first two. You better get ready. Now don't change your mind when you hit it. Now I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna put okay. you in that mood now. All I'm right. letting you know. All right. All right,
I couldn't resist the urge to tell you the end of my story. For all of those who wanted to know, was there life after the pain? After the pain, you come and love me. And I welcome you. You're a glad sight to see.
Y'all him sing him sing him singing my song. I hope you got something good for them because uh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a little hard. Yeah, that, now. That was, yeah I, I I told you I give props for props is dude. That one that one that one turned all the way up right. Yeah, that, 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 both that, of them. That took me back. Now it didn't take me back to what you talking about to the cookout days, which I I can visualize that. But this took me back when I was a kid. And I used to walk off on my own from my mom's beauty salon, go to the store, you know, uh-huh. buying penny can and all that right. stuff or whatever. And it looked brown bag. And yeah, in the, in the neighborhood, um, it, funny thing was black owned, okay. black owned store. And I used to go up there, and they knew me because they knew my mom's salon. We so had I a lot there. more black. And they had the ju- yeah, and they had the jukebox playing, and they would play this. Right. And the lady in the store knew me, and I knew everybody up there, or whatever. And I go get my stuff. It just took me back, man. Remember, I, I appreciate that. Remember one. the three that containers one. that were sitting on top of the cooler where the lunch meat and stuff was in there? And yeah, they used to the, give me two pi- of them windmill cookies. <laughs> and then I want give me a pickle and some peppermint. I was about to say, but hold on now. Don't forget the huge jar <laughs> yeah. with the the, the devil um, egg devil floating eggs, in the yeah. red juice. And yeah. then you had the sausages. And then you had the pickle. You know, and somebody always requests from us. Well, bring me back a pickle. They wrap it up in some, a little wax paper. Yes. <laughs> you go look. You, you make a beauty shop, Ron, because we we both grew up the same way. Yeah. You, you go to the beauty shop. I mean, you'd be at the beauty shop, and then your mama send you to the store, and everybody in the salon. And baby, come and I want you to bring me this, and I want you to bring me that. You got you got all the stuff you got to take back to the beauty shop. And you know their request. My you mom's request is to be bring me back a Pepsi in the glass bottle <laughs> and a bag of skins. Because <laughs> <laughs> the soda in the glass bottle tastes better than the ones in the right, other. In the, in the, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. See, yeah, good understand. memories. That 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 song right there, that was Great. that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, but I got another one for you. Okay. Mm, I, I got right. another for you, and I'm just gonna send him just one because I think you only got. It's gonna take you a minute to get yours in there for. Well, let me know. let me talk for just a second. Did no, going on. I just had a fashion moment, y'all. I told y'all fashion week kicked off for me last week, but I, I got surprised today. Okay. It, during break, you know, when Brother Ware walked in, yes, and had on. One of the in mass uh, special edition, which it has like these horses on it, all these different uh, uh, color horses on it or whatever. Yeah. And uh, take in mind, this is a gentleman who dresses in a suit with Every cowboy boots and cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. So the whole look was complete today. Yep. He's and I'm like, bro, like you listen. I was like, with all due respect, look, bro, you you did that look. You wearing yeah. that? I told that's you wearing get, that, that's, that. That 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 really looked good. The whole combination. He took the time to put that together. But but you, yeah, he did. It's, it's awesome. Great look. I had to take a picture of myself and just just go All with right. that moment. He did that. He gave he he gave me my fashion life for the day. All right. So look now now you gonna give us. Uh, he said your song your two songs are ready. Okay. And then now, I, I, now listen, like I said, I'm on a smooth groove. I give you the better right, and I give you what you know. Jonathan Taylor. You did that. You and did I got that. one. I got another one after your two. Yeah. Let me let me dig in the crates and find something. Yeah. You find you something. Let me go and play, play your two right okay. now. Then, yeah. All right, let's do All it. All right, we'll be right back. Here go, here go Edmondson.
for me sometimes to put my feelings into words. And I know because of all the hurt in my past, I tend to shy away from emotional commitment. All right, all right. Uh, I believe that was your two. Who was that? Yeah, that was that was Sky, Real Love. Okay. And uh, what was, what was Vesta. the and Vesta Williams? Yeah, special. All right, tell us a little Especially. bit about it. Tell us a little bit. What, what, where, we, where did you take us? Well, I took you on a ride with Vesta. Okay. You know, because every time I have a memory of her video-wise, I remember her driving in that Corvette, coming around the uh, mountains. That was a old, pretty that's sexy a, thing. Oh, you know, that's a, yeah. that's, that's when videos... Were videos. Were real Donnie videos. Simpson was hosting Video Soul. Welcome sure back to Video was. Soul. This is Donnie Simpson. I used wow. to always want to do that. I never thought I had a nerve to actually do it. <laughs> I think you practiced that. You've been doing I, it for a while. Right. It, by myself. When I was, you know and the other one was Sky, uh, Real Love. That was one of the groups. I think there was like in the 90s, very popular, whatever, okay. had some hits or whatever. Just a nice, smooth groove. Just, you know, well, good, good well, vibe. I'm about to take you back to the country. Okay, take me over we've to the changed, country. We've, we've turned that bucket over again, and we went over to and got the grease and got the fish and stuff out the grease. Okay. Now we're coming back to sit down with our plate, got our hot sauce and french fries. And we want to know it. what kind of plates did that phone plate the phone you cut plate with a knife and, with a cut, red, and, it, cut and it might the, break in half, you know, mm -hmm. and then because if you got the paper plate, you need to get two or three of them right. because your food might slide off the side right. or break in the middle and fall on. And then everybody laughing at you because right. you, your meat and dropped on the ground. Yeah, we got the paper plate we hold in both hands and we got some red cups. Red cups. Yeah. All right. What's in go. the red cups? Mm -mm.
That ends this family reunion you, cookout. You, 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 you did that one. Regardless of whether you won or not, I'm going to go ahead and give you this trophy because you, you killed it with yeah, this Yeah, I had one. to bring it on. Gladys on. tore that one up. Didn't she? She tore that one up then and in between and now. now and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, when the club is on and then they play Gladys next to They ain't already played all this, all this uh, you got to give it up type music and everything. <laughs> and then the DJ put on that. Uh, Gladys Knight uh, flicking them lights. No, it's about time to go now. Y'all get time. that last little grind. We getting it's, ready to go. It, it's about that time. <laughs> it's All right, about y'all. That we've time. had an absolutely amazing day today. It's been dope. I hope y'all wrote off this good energy. You tomorrow know, we having a family reunion. We're gonna do family reunion tomorrow. tomorrow. We, okay, we so I need to family, get my song together. Family reunion tomorrow. Okay, are you doing red cups tomorrow? We doing red cups tomorrow. No, we do blue. We doing blue cups tomorrow. Well, no, red cups. I got the red, red. cups. Yeah, we doing red cups You got to coordinate. You got to coordinate. You're right. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's keep it cohesive. <laughs> We're going to have a family reunion tomorrow. Everybody want to join in. Y'all make sure you look. Call us tomorrow. Um, join in with us. Tell us your favorite family reunion moments because, you know, we're not able to do reunions right now. So that's what we're going to do tomorrow. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100. Of The Real. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.